0: Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, where each week, Jonathan and his co-host
1: interview the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing. Jonathan, take it away. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Show. It's episode 665. Yes, the episodes are flying. And we also come to the end of January, 201. Quite amazing, listeners and viewers. We've got a great guest with us. We've got J. Ramos. From Crunchy Links. I just love that. Crunchy Links. Um, I'm going to let Jamar introduce himself quickly. So, if you could just give us a quick 20 second
2: intro, um, and then we'll go into the main part of the show. All right. I'm Jamar Ramos. I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Crunchy Links, a digital marketing agency. Um, what does the Chief Operating Officer do? This is the question I get a lot. And it's basically I do everything that my other co-founders don't want or can't do, hence the operation part. Um, And so I also take care of a lot of our, we use Asana as our task tracker. And so I'm the one who makes sure that all the tasks are up to date, that the boards are clean, that our individual clients, if they like the board to look a little bit different for how they like to structure their work, make sure that it looks different for them. And just make sure that everything that we're doing for our clients is the best that we can be doing, taking all their feedback and making sure that we're updating our systems just because I think as the agency grows, that's the thing that falls by the wayside a lot is making sure to scale up and change your processes because just because it worked yesterday doesn't mean it's going to work today or tomorrow.
1: Uh, And I've got my great co-host, Stephen. Stephen, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Yeah, my name's Stephen Satter. I'm from
0: zipfish.io. Uh, We make WordPress fast by optimizing the code and also the servers that run the code.
1: So in this episode, we're going to be talking about communication, about why when you bring in a specialized SEO agency, why communication can break down and why it's important not to let that happen. And we're also going to be talking about the latest trends, um, methodologies, basically it's going to be a feast around seo but before we go into the main part of the show i just want to talk about one of our great sponsors and that's kinster hosting kinster hosting is a specialized wordpress hosting provider They've been hosting the WP Tonic website for the past couple of years. They're just fantastic. So if you're looking for a real quality hosting WordPress, specialist WordPress hosting provider for yourself or for your clients, you should really go to Kinster and have a look at their packages. And I suggest that you should buy one. If you do do that, please do the show and Kinster a great favor and tell them that you heard about them on the WP Tonic show. So, right, Ramos, uh, um, so I th- when we were doing our pre-chat, um, you, you, one of the things you brought up was communication. So, obviously, this is in your mindset. So, you were saying that in a lot of circumstances, communication between a specialised SEO agency that, that might be brought in and, let's say, an internal development department isn't always the greatest. What, what do you think are some of the key things that lead to that and some of the things that can be done to avoid that?
2: It's It becomes a problem of groupthink because SEOs sort of sit together whatever whatever department they're attached to. They all sit together. They talk together. They read the same things. They follow the same people. They talk smack about the same people within the industry. We get to this point where we think because we know it and we put it out there, everyone else must know it. They must understand it. They must get it. And that's a problem of ego. And when I'm talking about ego SEOs, I'm also talking about myself. I used to have this same problem where because I thought, oh, I got into it and I learned it and it's easy for me to do, these devs who have this vast wealth of knowledge in this whole other language that I can't possibly understand must easily get the concepts that I'm talking about because they're super simple, not realizing that. Just like athletes, athletes spend 10, 15, 20 years sculpting something in one thing. And then we were, well, why didn't you read, you know, William Faulkner? Why don't you know this Shakespearean son? And it's like, well, you were reading sonnet 116. I was learning how to bash this dude's head in and grab the football. So excuse me. So we need to get to that point and realize we're sculpting a singular focus within ourselves. If we want other people to help us get our focuses and help companies, help websites, help blogs, help podcasts get seen, we have to explain to them how it works, why it works, what's going to work tomorrow, and how it's going to help them do their job better, and eventually get seen, get heard, maybe get a raise, get a promotion, because we worked on this big project together, and it was a windfall for the company. Yep.
1: I think on reflection, really, before I turn it over to Stephen, it's the same thing with other specialities. You now, UX design, design in general, they sometimes also have communication problems with development teams, don't they? So I think this co- problem or concept that you're trying to put forward it just doesn't only apply to your own speciality. It can apply to many specialities, can't it?
2: Yeah, there's so many that people don't understand. Like, there was an argument that was going on on Twitter yesterday about site speed and how SEOs now think that, like, site speed is just like the end all be all. And we put it at the tip top of any audit that we do. And someone was asking, why, you know, why is that? And I made the comment because a couple of years ago, someone made mention that you lose X percent of people from your website for every additional second it takes to load. And people went crazy about that. And then they got stuck there. And That's great. Yes, you want a fast website, but if nothing else about your website is optimized and it looks crappy, you're giving them a fast experience to a crappy website. So how great is that?
1: Uh, Very wise words. Over to you, Stephen. Uh, First
0: question, I got to know, why are the links crunchy?
2: (laughs) So... My One of my co-founders, Jack and I, were really big into anime. And so if you ever heard, there's there's a website called Crunchyroll where you can go subscribe and get all the anime and everything. And so we took part of that and put that in the front. And then links, because originally Jack, when he started this whole idea, was something different where it was going to be about finding backlinks and helping people get more links to their website. So that's where the links came from. And then when I joined up, I said, well, I hate trying to get backlinks i don't think that is going to be scalable for us so let's try and move into different services and we kept the name just because you know once you have the name and you're good don't change up the name because then you have to worry about branding and it's weren't you this before and then you have to spend so much time explaining well yes we were this before but we're now this and then you get lost in the weeds with that
0: yeah and the name's awesome like like a name that like sticks in your mind. Like there's some, I don't know. I probably ran across a thousand different SEO agencies, you know, during my work. But uh, when I saw your name come across, so, you know, we're going to have this conversation. I was like, oh, I've definitely heard of these guys before. Cause like, I just like, you know, it's a cool name. I like it. It sticks with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're talking a little bit about communication, like communicating like um, internally, like between like SEO, like agency departments or like in the client and stuff like that. But something that I think is like a huge problem in the SEO industry right now is what does that even mean? Like people come to me all the time. They know that I do website stuff. We don't really specialize in SEO. I mean, of course, that's like, you want to make sure like a site is up to a certain standpoint, but we're not like the experts at like, Oh, I can tell you exactly what needs to happen. Um, but people are like, Hey, I need SEO on my website. And then to, to them, that means they want to rank on the first page of Google. Uh, and they're like, Hey, can you do this? And there's a lot of people and this is like everybody and their mother is doing SEO work um you can find somebody to hop on and do freelance stuff so like how do you know the difference between like the real guys and the charlatans what does seo really mean is it just adding some meta tags in and you're good to go is it a whole content strategy is it a whole marketing plan like like what does that mean when somebody wants to improve their seo
2: well for us it could mean almost a large number of things so what we do is we do before you become a client with us we have a three-part process. First is the, the discovery call where we get on the phone. Before We don't have any pitches. We don't bring any money. We don't tell you this is what we charge. This is how we're going to work or whatever. We just want to talk to the person. We want to figure out what is their goal? Every, besides money, of course, because everyone's in goal. <laughs> I want to sell and I want to get money. But where are you? Are you an early stage startup? Are you just after your A or B series funding and you're just now getting kickstarted, you don't have the money to get a whole marketing team, but you want someone to help you market? Or are you a big fish, but your website just started tanking for different reasons? Like we brought on someone who is a big fish in their industry, but because of the way that they were doing things before, they got slapped by a Google penalty. So now we have to figure out how to help them get out of that penalty, get them back to where they were pre-penalty, and then start taking them to where they should have been had they not got slapped before. So for us, that discovery call is to figure out, okay, what do you need from us? And people come and say, we need SEO. But oftentimes, they don't actually need SEO. Right now, what they need is maybe content. They need you know local SEO. They need some affiliate help. They need PPC management. And then- you can start doing things in SEO that will work. Because SEO isn't just, I have a new website, I do some SEO, and then my website is great. No, you have to do other things and pull other levers, or else you're just going to reach a plateau that you're never going to get above. And maybe you're happy with that plateau, but where is the next peak you could have gotten had you said, okay, let's layer on you know, $1,000 a month starting off on PPC. Let's layer on, if it works, let's go $2,000. And that way, SEO, PPC work together. And then as your SEO starts climbing with your PPC, you can turn down those PPC dollars or spread them in other ways. Start taking brand share from other places where you can get it. So that's what the discovery call is. Then once we understand what their goals are, that's when we come back with the pitch. Okay, this is what you said you needed from us. This is what we saw in the audit. This is what we think is going to work. And we usually give them three tiers of plans. For all the stuff we want to do for you, this is what it's going to cost. For the mid-level of things that we can do for you, this is what it's going to cost. If you just want a little bit, here it is. So that way people who are price conscious still get the help that they need, but we don't sort of push them away with the price point that scares them. Let me go ahead and turn on some light because I just realized how dark it's now getting. Yeah, it looks like you're in witness uh, protection, actually. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> my voice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there we go. Oh, yes, that's a lot better. Do you, so
0: if somebody comes to you um, and they want to rank on the first page of Google for whatever search term, is, is content like, something that has to be done? Like, is that something that somebody should always have in the back of their head that if I want to rank, I have to have content? Or is there ways that you don't have to keep producing, you know, blog articles or weekly content type stuff that you can rank?
2: No, usually what we do is, especially early stage startups, we tell them instead of trying to do a lot of blog content, do FAQs. Start Mm -hmm. answering questions, not only about your niche and your industry, but about who you are as a company. Put the who you are as a company FAQs on your homepage, then each service page or each product page, do FAQs around that and around the people. So if you're in FinTech and you're doing Bitcoin, talk about the different types of coins, talk about how people can start to get invested, build out a calculator that says, if from this date you had invested $10 in Bitcoin, you would now have this much. So you can start gamifying, you can get people interested in it in multiple different ways and multiple touch points. And then when you have landing pages for your products, talk about the product. Don't just say it's the best, the top, the most innovative. OK, that's great. Why? Why? What, what problem is it? And also sometimes I don't need the best, the top, the most innovative. I need what's going to work for me. Maybe I don't want Colgate because it's the best. I like Crest because they have something for my sensitive gums. So the top doesn't actually work for me. I need what's best for me. And I tell people, if you want to rank number one for every term, that's a stupid thing. Sometimes you don't need to and want to rank number one. Like for us, we rank number one, number three right now for the term med tech uh, digital agency. I'm fine with number three. We're probably never, ever, ever gonna beat out number one and number two. So I can take that time and put it into other pages like our cybersecurity page, which is ranking, I think in the 80s for the keyword. Now I can start doing other things, getting people to understand we have that service as well. What do I, content do I need to put around that to get that ranking better? I'd rather try and get on the first or second page than anything. Plus, number one in organic SERPs is not really number one anymore because you have all the ads. You've got the local pack. You've got the people also asked questions that come before you. So you're number one. Sometimes it looks like number nine on the SERP. So mm-hmm. yes, we can get you number one for that keyword, but
3: what is it really doing for you?
2: Yeah.
0: That's yeah. You bring up a really interesting point on how like as Google has evolved, they've kind of kept burying the organic search type stuff. What, what what are your thoughts around that? Like Google moving more into like a quick question answer or pulling in like those other I forget the technical term for it, but like those content modules above
2: like actual pages that like you can click through too. I mean, it's it's Google's prerogative to do it. That's why I tell people, Google don't love you. Google loves your. <laughs> Google, like Google doesn't love us. Google does what it needs to do to make the money that it makes. And so mm. I, you know, I forgive them for that. That's that's who they are. And they've changed and they've made no secrets about it. It's just some people don't see it. They want to pretend that, you know, Google is still the do no harm people. And yeah. they removed that many, many, many years ago. So if you look at some of the SERP features, you look at some of the things that are surfaced, You start typing in certain phrases and you see the auto suggest and what sometimes it suggests, you can start seeing that Google isn't always about our best interest, whether it's Mm. individuals searching, whether it's people who work in digital marketing, whether it's the companies trying to provide the best information, which is why I tell people just continue to provide the best information for your clients, your customers, your users, people searching for that information. Eventually, Google will get it right if they start seeing that there's money in what you're doing. They'll accidentally stumble on doing the right thing. You just have to keep doing the right thing. And when there's money involved, they'll start surfacing you. Yeah. Cool.
1: Uh, Back, Jonathan, back to you. Yeah, we're gonna go for a break. Um, When we come back, we're gonna be delving and be asking some questions about link building. So please stay with us, we'll be back in a few moments.
3: LaunchFlows turns your WooCommerce website into a selling machine. We make it easy to create gorgeous sales funnels, no friction checkouts, order bumps, upsells, downsells, and much more. Gain full control over your buyer's journey from the top of your WooCommerce sales funnel all the way to the bottom. Best of all, you can use your favorite page builder, such as Elementor, Divi, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg, or one of the high converting templates we've included inside. Get rid of the clunky WooCommerce shop pages and checkout process in favor of an optimized buyer flow that instantly increases conversions and makes you more money. LaunchFlows provides one-click order bumps that increase the total value of every sale with a 10 to 30% conversion rate. This is perfect for anyone offering complimentary products, training, or extended warranties. With unlimited upsells and downsells, your buyer's journey doesn't need to end at the checkout. Instead, we make it easy to display a series of additional offers as part of the original transaction. This is perfect for one-time offers, related products mastermind class offers high ticket software sales or subscription supplements not an expert don't worry we've got the training and the consultation you need wp launchify will teach you how to get the most out of launch flows with personal consultation on wordpress woocommerce marketing automation and much more if you want to earn more money with your woocommerce online business you owe it to yourself to try Launch Flows today.
1: We're coming back. We've had a fantastic discussion this first half. G.A. Ramus. Ramos. He's putting up with my terrible pronunciation of his <laughs> names, but it doesn't matter. The main thing, he's got a fantastic company name, Crunchy Links. So I just love it. Uh, um, so I've got to tell you, you know, we, as a company, invested quite a bit of money in content production, video, articles, and it's one of the main driving force of getting um, quality leads for my business. Um, but I, I must say that I, I think on a daily basis, I must have two to three people email me out of the blue asking for links asking either um, saying that they could improve a particular article if I would just add a bit will I allow guests um, blogging um, if they could pay me for an article Um, and I've got to tell you I don't reply I would say 99% of these outreaches I just don't respond to so a, how important is link building um, in in this new year? And secondly, can you give us some insights about how your own agency um, deals with um, external link building? Do you mind doing that?
2: No, of course. Um, I, and apologies to all link builders out there, I respect what you do. I know that it has value. I just loathe it because there's a lot of bad actors and I clients are still in the 2012 mentality, pre-penguin, pre-panda about just links, 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 links. And it's with our agency, we tell you that we're going to reach out to a certain amount of people. We don't promise any number of links because as I tell clients, I can email a thousand website owners I can ask them for links. I can give them your best piece of content. I can optimize. I can write them all a thousand ones. I can do them all specialty. Do research around the webmasters. Make sure each one is targeted and personalized for them. Then the control is out of my hands. It is up to them to see the email, open the email, check their spam or junk folder to find it, because nine times out of ten is going there and then on them to respond, then once they've responded, it's also on them to then actually put the link there. So how many of those steps did I just outlined that's on someone else to handle versus me? So for me, it's backlinks in my mind is I want to create the best content we can. I want to make sure that it is helpful. And when it is helpful, like you guys had on uh, John Locke, I want to say sometime last year.
1: Yes, and John recommended you for the show, actually
2: yeah exactly. And he found one of our pieces because we follow each other on Twitter, and he talked about it there. That's a great backlink. That's how I want to get my backlinks. I want my content to be so helpful and so good someone finds it and then shares it, and I get that backlink. Then other people see it, they share it. They may give backlinks. Or what I've been doing lately is doing things like this, sharing my expertise on podcasts, you know, doing guest blogging, and trying to make sure that if I'm going to get a backlink. I need to be providing 99% of the value to get that backlink because I don't want to be selfish trying to get a backlink that's only going to help me and doesn't help the other person. I want to be a good steward of digital marketing. And I want to make sure that for every 10 bad actors out there in our space, I'm a good actor. And we start pushing those people out and people understand, you know what? I should work with Crunchy Links or some agencies who are like-minded instead of going to this person over here and To go to the point earlier, that's how we start rooting out the charlatans. That's how we start showing that we provide value is just being honest, being open and sharing our information. On our blog, every piece that I've written, I've given basically how Crunchy Links does things and how I do things because the only thing that's different out there is you can get all my knowledge, you can get all from my information, you can't. What I offer personally is the differentiator when we're working with the client. And some edge case happens. You can't go search out a digital marketing SEO for this edge case and find a way to get out of it. You've got to have strategic partners who understand your goals and your business and can take tactics, strategize them for how your business works and your particular problem to fix your particular problem. Best best practices are best practices for, yes, 80% of the people. What about that 20%? What about a new business that's coming up like this? This uh, what is it? A uh, chat house, clubhouse? What is that? Thing? How do you do? How do you do SEO for a whole new digital marketing scheme? How do you? How do you do it? Yeah. You don't know. You've just got to build it. Yeah, but
1: before I put it over to Stephen, what I think what you're saying basically um, is that just kind of cold – outreach around link building, you don't think that basically works now. And and I, I agree with you because um I think if you got a backlink from a really high ranking domain, it can make a big difference. But the chances without some prior relationship between that influencing domain or individuals you knows either a company or individual behind um, that high ranking domain, the chances of you I getting unless you go through a company uh, agency that's built up relationship with that high ranking domain or you've got a direct relationship yourself the chances of you getting a piece on there is pretty practically zero. Would you agree with that comment?
2: Yeah. It's they are fielding so many other more important things. So you've got to, as I said, you've got to offer them the value. So if you want, I used to work in lead generation, working with uh, for-profit education centers. And so they wanted .edu backlinks. And so what I did was I started uh, emailing uh education centers to start emailing you know colleges universities trying to interview some of the people that work there educators deans admissions officers trying to get information about if you want to be a student and sign up okay what is it and how do you fill out your admissions form how do you write the best essay to stand out and everything provide value that way and then those schools took those pieces and shared them provided us links because it was ego bait their educator is being talked about here so once again provide value, give them a reason for the backlink outside of, hey, I saw your top 10, blah, blah, blah. I think it would be great if you replace this person, our competitor, with us. Okay, but where's the value for them?
1: Uh, that I think a lot of people just don't think that way, do they? Over to you, Stephen.
0: I, I really love how you kind of positioned, um, like just do quality work and add value and like the, the results will come. Like. If if you're providing better content, better answers, more informative um, answers to questions, like Google's gonna realize that, other people are gonna realize that and start leaking back to you. Um, but I feel like one of the hard things to do when you're providing like a lot of value is that it feels like you're giving away the value that you provide as an organization. Do you get a lot of pushback from clients that are like, no, like that's that's the secret sauce, man? We can't we can't talk about that.
2: You do. But I tell them always like, we're doing the same thing. I'm never going to tell you to do something that I don't practice myself or that I haven't tested myself or that I don't think is a great idea. I'm never going to give you schemes or anything. So I always tell them, hey, if you don't believe it works, go check out our blog, check out our website. We've only been in business barely two years. And some of the keywords that we're ranking for are pretty awesome and they're helping us and so i'm i practice what i preach if i'm going to give you a strategy it's because i believe in it and because we have month to month contracts we're putting our money where our mouth is we're never ever ever going to lock you into something that doesn't work because if we lock you into something and it doesn't work and you don't like it you get to walk away in 30 days so why would i why would i put my food, my livelihood at risk just to try and beat someone for 10 to 15 minutes. No, 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 no. I want to do quality work. It may take a little longer to see the fruit, but when you see the fruit, it's going to be great fruit. That's awesome.
1: Right. I think we'll wrap up the podcast part of the show. Half hour goes really quick. Uh, j agreed to stay with us for another 10, 15 minutes, which you'll be able to see the whole interview plus the bonus content on the WP Tonic YouTube channel. In the bonus content, I'm going to be asking um, Ramos about the importance of video YouTube um, and also um, that basically going back to previous articles and how you improve those articles and mythology for that. So we're, got, we're going to be talking some fantastic stuff in the bonus content. Um also, before we go, I want to tell you that I'm doing another webinar, live webinar with Spencer Forum. Um, we're going to be talking about how to build a, a modern marketing funnel using almost free plugins from WordPress, um, and also using his own product launch flows. And it's going to be also highly about. Fluent CRM and how you can use that. So it's going to be a fantastic webinar. That's going to be on Friday, the 12th February. The 12th, Friday the 12th of February. And it's going to be at 10:30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And to register for this free webinar. Um, all you have to do is go to the WP Tonic website, and in the top menu, it has a button that says webinar. You just click that, and you can register. And you'll be able to join us live and be able to ask me and Spencer Forum any questions around launch LaunchFlows, CRm or how to use WordPress to build a modern-day funnel system. It's going to be great value. So, um, so Jamar, what's the what's the best way for people to find out more about you and what you're up to?
2: Uh, if you want to follow the company on Twitter, we are at Crunchy Link. Someone took Crunchy Links before us. I'm going to find them and I'm going to get that. That's that's my life. Oh, goal. that's a
1: bummer. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
2: that's my sure. life goal. You guys are going to see me on my deathbed, and my last words are going to be, "What oh I got." <laughs> <laughs> if you want to follow me personally i on my personal twitter account don't do a lot of sharing of marketing stuff i save that for our company twitter but if you want to follow me i am at jamram33 A M thirty three. right <laughs> and um
1: what's the best way that people can find out more about you about you and your company Stephen?
0: Head over
1: to Zipfish.io, run a speed test to see how much faster you can make your website. Yeah, and Zipfish helped the WP Tonic site become super speedy. Um, um, We've got a lot of plugins and a, a lot of content and it was slowing the site down. And Steve and his crew really helped out. And I can't recommend them more. So if you're looking to speed your website, Definitely approach Stephen and his team. We'll be back next week with another great guest, another great subject. We'll see you soon, folks.
3: Bye. Thanks for listening to the WP Tonic Podcast, the podcast that gives you a dose of WordPress medicine twice a week.